0: There's plenty to get through on today's show as we reflect on a massive weekend of racing at Caulfield for the Blue Diamond Stakes. The Winks show rolls on as she goes for 31 in a row in the Chipping Norton. And of course, we get stuck right into the card at Flemington ahead of the Australian Guineas. Let's get into it.
1: Zussain got to the front from Graff and the Autumn Sun motoring, Zussain in front, the Autumn Sun's levelling up late, they hit it, the Autumn Sun, he's come from last, what a superstar. Ben Battle Gary with her, Wicks three goals, Ben Battle. Wicks
0: is standing up, Ben Bevel covers the hour, covers the legend, witness, Wicks has done it, it's It's one utopia. Yes, it's wonderful to be back once again for another big edition of The Whip. I'm Matt Nevitt, and I'm joined in the studio once again by Toby Martin. And we're well and truly uh, into the Autumn Carnival now, aren't we, Toby?
1: Yeah, definitely. It was a great week last week with the Blue Diamond. It was a fantastic race. Looking forward to this weekend, we've uh, got a great field in the in the um, Australian Guinea, so I can't wait to get into it. There's plenty to get
0: through. Just on the uh, Blue Diamond Stakes Day, it's turned into one of the biggest days on the Australian racing calendar, hasn't it? With the three group ones, obviously.
1: Oh, definitely for Melbourne in the autumn. It's a it's a fantastic race meeting. Um, got a couple of group ones there, and and we always get a quality field with the two-year-olds. Mm-hmm. So it was oh, it was fantastic racing felt, last week.
0: It felt like a big day's racing too. I mean, there was a lot of stories to come out of the day. Yeah. Um, obviously, Lie winning the Blue Diamond, and then... Nature strip, all of the, the, the sh- shenanigans that big went on there. We there. Yeah, there was a drama to really unfold. And that's what we love in racing, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Oh, a bit yep. of drama. Uh, as you we mentioned, we'll kick things off with uh, the Blue Diamond Stakes. And it was the Godolphin trained Liar who got the job done. <laughs> Brooklyn Hustle under the arches, running on with Liar, free of debt with 100 metres to go. Liar is descending the Brooklyn Hustle. Liar over the top. Liar won the diamond three call Yes, uh, lie there for Anthony Friedman. one of the only horses uh, that is Godolphin owned but trained outside of the Cummings uh, stable. Managed to get the chocolates um, in the Blue Diamond. Did you? Did you miss that? Like...
1: Um, look, she did go fly on the radar a little bit for me. Um, she started favourite a couple of days out from the day, and uh, she ended up drifting to seven dollars fifty, I think, on on the day. She um, got into favouritism early in the morning. She did. She and I, then drifted. Yeah, yeah. Ex- and yeah, closer to the to the race starting, they um they went for a theory. She she got into 4 four fifty, I think, yeah. favourite on the day, and um yeah, Ly went out to seven fifty eight bucks, and no one liked her. And geez, she's a good filly, isn't she?
0: Incredible, isn't it? Well, I think we spoke about this last week the winner of the Blue Diamond was just going to be the most obvious thing ever when it finally ran. It was. It was, it, well, and we she, always miss well, it, don't she, we? <laughs> we always do. I don't understand. We, she won the prelude yep. in as good of order as any horse uh, in the lead-up races. There was really no knock on her. She deserved to be favoured on the day off the back of the work she'd done, uh,
1: and she came out and blitzed them. Is that is that because you reckon she came through a maiden class from the start? And or, she started $26 in the, pre, yep. in the prelude, came through a maiden first start, and was still probably the best filly on the day, but no one wanted her because oh, maybe the form line she'd come through. I reckon, and, you her, have, and her starting prices.
0: You bang on there, I reckon, and that's the key. She should have won her first race, and then she had to go through a weaker maiden, got the job done convincingly, uh, and then obviously in the prelude was at odds, and it's almost like the unpopular choice then to back it, it up is, and, it? And, and take on the horse that's won at odds previously.
1: Yeah, it is. That's the way it goes, yeah. But it's silly.
0: Odds don't mean anything. No, not at all. The form is what we should be looking at, and she had the best form leading into the race, and she showed everyone up. I I reckon the bookies would have made an absolute mint on her on the weekend. Oh, definitely. I I did not hear. I reckon Greg Miles was the only person I heard tip her.
1: Mm, Interesting.
0: Amazing, wasn't it? Uh, Moving on from the Blue Diamond and the Oakley Plate, one of the toughest races on the calendar, and uh, the enigma that is Nature Strip, he went round at (laughs) $2.30, In an Oakley Plate, and he bombed out.
1: Yeah, look, I don't, I don't know what to what to do with him anymore. It, he gets to a group one, and um, look, I don't know if he can handle the pressure. I uh, don't know if he went too hard too early or if it was just an off day for him. But, um, yeah, the Oakley Plate's a little bit of a tough race, isn't it? It's always a sort of low-weight um, horse that, that comes through big fields as well. It's always hard to pick the winner of those. But, um, yeah, Booker got up. She ran well last year in the race, probably... You know, had a chance to win as
0: well mm. uh, and, and got him well at the weights this year. Just on Nature Strip, did he have an excuse? Like No. Nah. So so w- w- where is Nature Strip at right now for you? I, I did a little piece on the RSN website on the weekend, just spooking that he's – well, the, the title was that he's a pretender – yeah, he he is. I mean, he gets to that level and currently
1: he's he's, he's he starts that these load. short
0: price favourites in big races and he fails to get the job done every time.
1: Yeah, exactly right. I think his uh, chance to probably win a Group One was his uh, probably start before in the in the, the Stakes, oh, yeah. um, where he blitzed that field. You know, it was a Group quali- Group One quality field with um, Voodoo Ladin alike. Yeah. Um. So look, if he had gone first up, maybe into a Lightning, it's probably his best chance to win a Group One. I reckon.
0: Without a doubt, without
1: a doubt. So a
0: thousand meters, Flemington down the straight, ticks all the boxes.
1: Yeah, maybe that, that maybe that transition with the Darren Weir saga um, may have stuffed his stuffed up his preparation there. And look, like a bit a bit of off timing, and I reckon the Lightning States would have been his chance to win that at inaugural Group One.
0: The backup you'd assume is probably the reason why Waller decided not to go down that path.
1: Yeah, I saw I saw a comment made by Waller as well. It was also um, some comments, I think, uh, advice actually from Darren Weir. Yeah. Okay. So it was interesting that he he named that. I think. What, what we're suggesting that he should have run it? No, we're suggesting that maybe an Oakley Plate might be the go. So It's interesting that a big trainer like Chris Waller, who's such a great trainer in his own right, took that advice. I know he only had the horse a couple of weeks, but Mm. you'd think he'd go with his own instincts, wouldn't you? You
0: would. So what's next for Nature Strip then? I mean, you'd think 1,200 metres at Flemington in a handicap race where he's going to carry weight. Mm. uh, Would it be a bridge too far? I'd assume where's his next opportunity is he is he group 1 caliber can he still maybe um, s- snag one at some point maybe what? maybe the william reed
1: yeah look I, I think he's group 1 caliber he runs the times in the sectionals and he beats yeah. the horses in the group in yeah. group 2s that you know are group 1 quality horses so he's definitely got the talent it's just the consistency i think so uh, small
0: field group 1 isn't it he struggles with group the big one. fields maybe
1: down the straight
0: yeah yeah oh i, I hope he... He's able to pull it together. He's only four as well. We got to remember. So well, he's only there. lightly
1: raced as well. He's won more races than he hasn't.
0: He's a gelding team, you know so what he's, mean? he's going to be around for years.
1: Exactly. So uh, plenty hopefully. more in store for him. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Let's hope so. Uh, the futurity. It was one of the races that we were really looking forward to over the weekend. It had uh, all the stars in action, and possibly the second best Mayor in the country got the job done. <laughs> Elise, the outside, has company. Brave Smash needs a run badly. And Land of Plenty down the outside at the 200, Malaguira. With Elise, the outside, Land of Plenty late. Elise and Malaguira. Elise, a magnificent mare wanted by a half Malaguira. Th- yeah, she's, uh, she's airborne at the moment, isn't she, Oh, Elise? she's something else
1: at the moment. Yeah, she's an incredible horse. Probably not the second best mare. Not only, sorry, the second best mare, probably the second best horse in the country mm. we've got. She's... Uh, yeah, definitely favourite for the All Star Mile, and look, I'd, I'd definitely back her now.
0: What is she? Three dollars for the All Star Mile. She's she might been even pretty be hot with, than that. She might eat twos, I reckon. She's been pretty warm with the punters for a, f- um, a few months now. They've been on her. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a serious talent. What, what's can what can she do after that? Can she go beyond? Maybe st- stretch it out into a Sydney campaign.
1: Um, there's no reason she probably can't go out there for one, maybe one of those Mares Group Ones or even a Doncaster. Um, she might carry a little bit of weight in the Doncaster, but she's a big, she's a big mare. Um, I have no doubt that she'll carry the weight. So that's that's probably um, the end of her prep if they go that way in the Sydney. I'd say maybe a Doncaster, probably, yeah, probably the right race for her in the uh in the autumn. Gee,
0: there was some unlucky runs in the Futurity as well, though, wasn't there? Brave Smash was just searching for a run there in the straight, and he didn't get it. It So often happens to Brave Smash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he's a seriously unlucky horse at times. But maybe he just creates his own unluckiness.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no I agree. Um. Yeah, he doesn't get many chances. Nah. The old brave smash, but when he does, he, he usually he pulls through. He's a quality horse on his day, but he's not that consistent. How, on
0: anything. how about Malaguera? Fourteen hundred meters, and it's pushed Elise to the line. That's yeah. a massive. I I reckon if Malaguera had a failed on the weekend, they probably would have had to think about
1: where he's at in his career. Yeah. I look, I like. I really like the horse. Um, I back him. <laughs> Temperamental. First, first, though, first isn't up, he? all the time, but um, I didn't. You know, the day the day I don't pick him, he runs a good race. But fourteen hundred, he's one of the best fresh horses on his day in, in Australia. I think he, he, geez, he can run some good sectionals.
0: Oh, it's very encouraging. Anyway, I, he, again, just he's so temperamental. Yeah, you I never know. really know what you're going to get with him. Uh, we'll, we'll head up to Sydney. There was a couple of stories to uh, unfold up there. Mm. Uh, the Autumn Sun. Everyone's been looking forward to seeing how his return to racing would go. What did you make of his return, and what's next in uh, in his campaign? Would you like to see him? Uh, hit it up with Winks soon.
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I thought his return was 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 as good as it could go. Um, he was back why twelve hundred meters, probably his shortest distance. You know, not not suited to that distance. It was on a soft track. He's better on top of the ground, and yeah. and still ran good sections. The last two hundred meters, and you know, all you can do is win. He knows where the winning post is. So, look, next up, I think he's gonna, he's going to improve even more get on top of the ground over 1,400 metres or a mile, and, um, yeah, he'll be very hard to he beat. He
0: lo- looks like a genuine 2,000-metre horse, doesn't he? I mean, he's just a winner, I mean, isn't he? The fact he? that he got the job done easily enough, I mean, he had to work for it in the end, but it was over 1,200, 1200 metres. Meters. We, we know he's going to be better over a, a, a mile or 2,000, exactly. isn't he? I'll just say, would they have been better off bringing the Autumn Sun down to Melbourne for a Melbourne campaign? Look, I mean, he's going to get the better tracks, so tracks that suit him more.
1: He's going to get the better tracks, but I don't think he's going to get the, the competition. Um, it was interesting to say. Look, he, he's a cult. He's, he's been sold to Arrowfield Studs, so all they're trying to do now is build his breeding profile, as you could mm. say. So they're not about the pro. The, sorry about the prize money. So there's no point for him to come down to Melbourne and, and race in an All Star Mile against you know an average field. Um, it's not even a Group Class race at the moment. Um, so, look, they're not worried about the prize money. They're only worried about getting those Group 1s and racing against the best, um, you know, wait for age and against his own sex, Group 3... Uh, sorry, 3-year-olds yep. for guineas. Um, so, I think staying in Sydney is the best option.
0: is uh, Staying in Sydney and taking on Winks an option? Because it seems to be the question on everyone's lips at the moment.
1: Oh, you'd love to see him race against Winks. Um, I think Winks is probably going to beat him, but... It gets people to the races. Um, yeah, exactly. We, we want the best racing against the best. And at the moment, it's a little bit boring with Winx for me. It's starting to get boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she's versing the, the same horses day in, day out. No one wants to come up the ranks and, and give her a crack. Um, I'd love to have, see Elise verse her. And I'd loved. i love to see Elise Winks and, and maybe the Autumn Sun in a, in a mile race up in Sydney. Geez, that'll be good.
0: A lot of people are confusing the notion that the Autumn Sun taking on Winks automatically assumes that, oh, he's a chance to beat Winks. Yeah. We're she's, not she's saying got him that. She's got him We covered. just want to see Winks take on the best, yeah, and whatever exactly. it is the next best. So, yes, Elise, Benchmark the himself. Autumn Suns. Yeah. He, she smashes Happy Club a week in, week out. But until we actually see her flog the Autumn Sun, we don't know. That's what racing needs. Exactly. It needs needs this promotion. It, it needs to be able to pump its own sport up. Uh, and, and a clash
1: like that would be exactly what it would do. Yeah, no, I, I agree with with Winx at the moment, it's the same campaign every yeah. autumn, every spring, it's same scripted. same race, it's, exactly. It's scripted, mm. so uh, look, something new would be nice. Uh,
0: just before we do leave uh, Sydney, oh, I will, sorry, before we get to Winx, um, Tassort in the silver slipper just couldn't quite catch yeah, the rain there. But is he your uh, golden slipper favourite?
1: Oh, he's one of the leading contenders for sure. I'm not going to make a um, final decision until close to the race, but. Um, look, I wouldn't jump off him if he was your top pick for the slipper. I think he just got too far back in the running so there. He the jump. Yeah, he? It was on a soft track, it was probably a little bit, mm. little bit too much of a stretch to chase down Time or Rain. But it would be good if uh, Time Will Rain won the, won the yeah. slipper, wouldn't it? It's full, oh, full, oh half-brother, sorry, to She Will Rain, um, owned by the Derby Boys and, and by Time for War, who they raced actually as a horse. So, gra- that would be a good story, wouldn't it?
0: There's a great photo of Gary Patelli with... Uh, the silver slip, uh, the, the golden slipper next to Time to Rain when he made the purchase. i <laughs> would oh, be fantastic. We might try and get Gary on the it's show. It's almost scripted, next... isn't it? We'll get him on the show in the next week or two. Yeah, we should. Uh, righto, Winks, we, we briefly touched on her, but she goes around this weekend in the Chipping Norton mm. and her jockey, Hugh Bowman. This is what he had to say.
1: Uh, she's probably better, to be perfectly honest. Um, she's a little more relaxed, as I pointed out leading into the first run. Uh, which to me is a very good sign. And as I pointed out, she's a little stronger this morning. So those competitive juices are certainly flowing through her veins and I'm sure we'll see another good performance on the weekend.
0: That's Hugh Bowman there on Winks this weekend. He's, He's as confident as ever. He thinks that she's absolutely flying. And there's
1: no reason to think that she won't make it 31 in a row this weekend. Oh, absolutely no doubt. Um, She's she she comes in, comes back good as ever, and um, off her last run, it only proves that she's mowed down, happy clapper, Um, great sectionals, and yeah, absolute (laughs) shoe in this week.
0: It may as well call it the Chris Wallace. It's the same thing every week,
1: though, isn't it? We're saying the same things every week about it. Like it's just.
0: But yeah. she, she's taking on her, her stable mates. It's, it's, Yeah, it, There's eight Chris Waller horses in there. Now the only other horse that isn't is Happy Clapper.
1: Yeah, and look what, look what ri- you did to him last that's week. That's ridiculous. And that's and that's the thing. It's getting, it, That's the thing that's getting boring for me. Look, no one even flinches anymore in the TAB watching the screens when no. Winx wins. It's just like... It's, it's it's boring. That's why we need something fresh, don't we?
0: It's not it's not diminishing her legacy in any way. Ah. But what it is, it's just taking the shine off this last part of her career. Yeah, It's not giving it the the oomph that it needs or that it deserves. She, she should be taking on the best horses right now in Australia mm. and and she would be pumping them and she'd be smacking them, but at least that would be the right way for her to go out. At the yeah. moment, it's just like... I don't, it's I, clockwork, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what to liken it to. It's, it's like watching a good TV series. It's still... Good television, but you're sort of bored of it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. No, like, I agree. You've watched it for four or five seasons, and it's got to the point where it's like, well, I want to watch
1: something new. Yeah, no, I, I agree. 100%. Anyway, look, I do hope she wins, and I hope she... Oh, she's uh, going to win. There's no doubt about that, but you want, want a little spru- bit more excitement I, about that. I
0: just you? want to spruik one thing. Oh, I had this gut feeling over some. This is no, nothing to do with analysis or anything. I just had this gut feeling mm. that she she loses a race. All right? <laughs> she, she lo- all right? Just listen. She loses a race this campaign, whether it's this week or pro- probably in the lead up to the Queen Elizabeth. What's her next one? I can't think what it is. Um, and then she goes out and she finishes by winning the Queen Elizabeth, and that's that's it. What if that she... would be drama? That's probably no, what it
1: more dramas. What if she loses the Queen Elizabeth in her final race. final race? They... Loses the final race.
0: That would be the worst case scenario. The best case would be. It'd almost re- be the most win. exciting
1: thing that's happened all autumn, to be honest. I
0: don't know if but... No, I, I, want, I kind of want to see her lose so that she can come back and, you know, redeem herself and then get would to the what, what would happen if
1: she lost at Queen Elizabeth? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There'd be turmoil, yeah. wouldn't they? Would they come back for another Cox plate? Just to... the
0: silence at Randwick. All oh. Randwick, it would be a pin drop.
1: <laughs> it'd be something else. Yeah. It'd actually be something it would be pretty good to be it on track be there, Shooting actually. Bambi, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh all
0: right, we better get on to the racing yeah. tomorrow. Uh the Australian yeah. guineas, it's going to be a huge day of racing, but it's going to be hot. Uh it's going to be very hot, and yeah. that's why they've decided to start proceedings a lot earlier at 10:50 and they're going to be out of there by 3:30. So, they've shortened the gap between the races, uh and they've started the program a lot earlier. Also, another thing to note is that they're going to be trotting the horses around in the mounting yard for probably one lap, and mm. then they're off to the barriers.
1: So good, it's prob- good it's horse probably, management. Yeah, definitely. It's probably something to take note as well um, with the hot weather, just how the horses cope in the in the mounting yard, if they get a sweat up or not. So probably just something to keep your eye on if you're watching the races live, because it um, yeah, it will definitely affect their the racing, that's for sure.
0: All right, let's get into it. <coughs> All right, race one. It is the two-year-old's race. Tobe, I know you're a big fan of the two-year-olds. You spruik yourself as one of the best two-year-old analysts in the country. <sighs> so
1: find me a winner here in the first, please. Um, oh, don't mind Dalart. or how, how do you how pronounce that one? Dalalat. Yeah. Um Yeah, look, I, I think he's trolled very well. Um, I like how he gets out the gates, he jumps nicely, and he can take a sit. And, and then extend throughout the line. So he looks like he's pretty well educated. Um, half to heavily. so there's some good speed in, the, in that family. Mm. Um, look, Biscara is a nice two-year-old, but I, I think she may have come to the end of her prep she was a little bit unlucky. She probably should have won a race earlier on. That was her probably best chance. Went up to Sydney on a on a softish, heavyish track, and um, yeah, didn't finish off well. So I think she may have come to her prep. It's always hard for a two year old to bounce back after one of those tough runs on a heavy track.
0: She did get smashed in Sydney, but she was pretty good in the prelude.
1: Oh, she was back good in the, the prelude. Yeah, a couple couple of lengths beyond Catch Me, but yeah. I just think that tough race last week up in Sydney, or sorry, last start up in Sydney. Yeah, look, I think it's for a two year old anyway. Um, Especially when she's had a couple of prep runs in her prep. Um, might be a little bit too. Too far of a bridge to are the, overcome. A the city
0: two-year-old's just that much better than they tend the to. They tend to be. They were I'm, last year. They everyone seems to assume that they are this year. That's they why tend no to. No one lies about the only horse that anyone suggests should go up to the slipper.
1: Well, they got the Hunter Valley up there for the breeding, and look, they tend to breed better two-year-olds up there. Um, just a just usual rule of thumb. Um, they got the bigger buyers, I think, in the bigger stables for the two-year-old Gay Waterhouse. Usually, mm. tends to be a really good two-year-old trainer. So look, they usually got the better two-year-old um, fillies and colts over us, but I think we tend to get them maybe in the three year olds, is it usually any, anyway.
0: Anything else in the race that might interest you at all? Lana Gera comes out of that microphone race. Yeah, uh, she got beaten pretty convincingly. She, she did, but the step back uh, to a thousand probably suits her. She died in that race. Yeah. We'll um, tend to have others. Yeah. No, fair, fair enough. You've been uh, uh, splurging on the trials, so I'm going to take your word on it. Uh, Radio on to the second, and it is the favourite, Shabau, who leads the market in this race, and it's very hard to knock him.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to knock him. It's probably only a two-horse race here out of Chabau and um, Surprise Baby. Uh, Chabau, Surprise Baby and that horse, and now has a three or four-kilo swing on him. So, look, he's only better off for that. And, um, yeah, up in distance, 2,600 metres probably only suits him even more. And there's not much else competition. Look, Charles Laveau, what is he? He, he always tends to tease you every now and then, thinks he's going to win a race, but um, flops. So... I can't take anything else. I think Shabou's a pretty clear winner for that.
0: If if surprise baby's the only thing in the market that's at all a danger, then luck is the only thing that's gonna get in the way of Chabot exactly. here, surely. Yeah, exactly. Uh is he, he's almost as close to a best of the day. I think he's gonna be a lot of people's best on the days. Best
1: he? probably best of the day, but he's pretty short, dollar seventy, $1. mm-hmm. dollar seventy five, so look well, anyway, if you if you can take those odds and have him the best of the day, go for it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I reckon there'll be a lot of punters loading up on Shibuya. There, just of note, uh, one punter had six thousand bucks on him this week to win the Melbourne Cup at thirty ones.
1: Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say.
0: I I don't know if I've ever heard anyone
1: tip a Melbourne <laughs> Cup winner in uh, in March. If you if, if you got that if you got that amount of money to tip at the moment in an all in market. Then you got money to spend because I'd never Especially do that.
0: Especially with the way that the Melbourne Cup's been won over the past couple of years, with oh. European horses coming out here for a first or a second start. I don't know. Is, a, is a
1: European? Is an import? I know he's a hall. German import, but, but
0: like he's going around in benchmark seventy eights. Exactly. At the moment. Like, exactly. Don't yeah. get too carried away, mate. No, that's, Hope he's yeah. got more than six grand in the bank.
1: Maybe it might have been a two a.m. bet. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> After a couple of (laughs) stellars. All right. On to the third. Uh, It's another handicap race. Uh, Sprint race. Who do you like? It's not the easiest one to pick, although the the first up horse she's so high is uh, pretty well found in the market.
1: Yeah, look, I've got her on top, but it's a little bit of an interesting field. you got thermal current there. He, he tends to pop up and run a good race every now and then. Race win- 60. <laughs> yeah, win- wins. Like, you know, fair distance. No, you're right. fair, fair gap between runs. And he does like the straight at Flemington. He look, he's 15 bucks. He's probably not the worst $15 chance on the day. you got Kimono. But uh, look, she's so high. She does look good. She's only got the 54. Um, Unbeaten fresh. Got Ollie on board. So, look, she's lightly racing. Looks to have some talent. Um, yeah. I've got her on top. Just Paul Prusik. Interesting race. Someone, hard, hard betting race. This one.
0: I am someone there for Paul Prusker at four sixty. Kimono, former Darren Weir horse at four eighty as well. Has a bit of talent. But yeah,
1: interesting runner. One just finished off the heels of uh, Voodoo Lad, um, and Ball of Muscle. First up, last mm-hmm. prep. So be interesting. They always tend to go a little bit better in their in their second prep. So
0: is this a betting race for you? I'm looking no. at it it's a no bet race for me. But I've still got she's no, still high on top. Yeah, very good. Uh, Radio race number four. Uh, we're whipping through these now. Uh, this looks a little bit tougher. Who do you like?
1: I like Miss Turak Flyer on top here, purely because I think I can't really spit Charlene, Kulasa, and, and, and Miss Turak Flyer, but Charlene and Kulasa, they've got to come back from the 1200 metres to the 1100. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked, really like the way that Miss Turak Flyer finished off in that 9.55 at, at Mooney Valley. She hit the line well. Um, she comes down in ways. She's got great gait there, so I think she's a great chance.
0: She's got some good older form as yeah, well. Yeah, she does.
1: She's been up in Gold Coast for the Magic Moon, yeah. so she's running some quality races. Um, I think she might have a little bit of edge over the last two runners that are probably maybe even suited at 1,400 metres over the 1,100. I think that might be a little bit too short for them.
0: Uh, Beauty was pretty good in the spring. She won the Crockett.
1: Yeah, she was. No, that was a good run. Um, started off in Bendigo, come through the gates, won the Crockett. Uh, probably come to her end of her prep there in mm. her last race, but um, definitely a good chance as well.
0: I know RSN's own Dean Lester's got her as one of his best for the weekend. So that's, really? Uh, I'd well, be very, if in that case, I'd be very
1: surprised if she starts at 480. Often uh, his word... Surprised he doesn't run a good race anyway. He's a yeah. very, very good judge.
0: He is a very good judge. And he's been in great form as well. Uh, moving on to the fifth, and uh, there's a few chances in the market here, but uh, it's topped by Age of Chivalry, and I reckon it's on top for you.
1: No, it's uh, not. I got it nah. second. No, I got it second. Even though it did come through the CS Hayes, it's probably the best form race, and only just got beaten two on the line. It was quality field. Um, I, I think some reason Brilliant Choice just comes out of me. I think he's got more to offer. Jeez, that, geez, that, that last win, last start, he come back gelded, and he powered through the line. He gapped them. Um, down the straight. He beat Nikita Jane last prep, um, who's one of the favourites for the Sydney Guineas and um, and probably an Oaks as well. Um, so I think he's got some great quality. It'd be interesting to see how he lines up against Aja Shivery, who's lightly raised but probably come through with the best form line last star. But those two clear on top.
0: Uh- I just don't like taking Mooney Valley form to Flemington for some. I, I yeah. just reckon they're completely different tracks that play differently and progressive horses. Yeah, no, you're it's right. It's harder to read the form. Yep. Um, but look, you're right. It was super impressive. They're both
1: both on the speed as well, so um, it'd be interesting to see how how the race pans out in terms of positioning and and how they get in the run.
0: There's a roughie at all I like on the day. Mister Quickie twelve dollars first up.
1: You can't uh, knock winning form. Got can the you? picket
0: fence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Weirdest
1: Stokesy. Um, yeah, no, quality running, he he'd probably better uh, at 2,000, 1,800 metres. Right, yeah. Starting off, you know, 10 week gap, starting off at 1,400, but look, you can't knock winning form, can you? That's
0: right. Uh, okay, we'll better hit the quaddy legs now. And uh, the first leg of the quaddy is uh, a Group 1 star who's going to head the market, but he is on the drift, and that's Grunt. Yeah, first time up in the Yulong colours. Mm. Uh, what do you think in this race? I I've got, Widgeturf's still in the market, but I've got a feeling he's going to be scratched.
1: Well I've got him on top so it's interesting that you say he's going to be scratched would you, you turfs on top for you yeah. yeah um any any reason sorry any reasons no, for I think scratching he's or, racing elsewhere I think yeah okay well if Wangaratta he does it maybe yeah right so if he doesn't race here um if he does race here sorry I've got I've got widgie turf on top I mm-hmm. think he's just he's so consistent this horse yeah um, his last start first up he's better second up um, he carried sixty one and a half or sixty two kilos last start, so, and he finished with the la- with the quickest two hundred meters of the day. So, he, geez, he's a quality little horse. Um, I've got him on top. If he doesn't, if he doesn't run, yeah, I've got Grunt on top because I think he's just the quality runner in in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, be interesting to see how Furing comes back. Ex ex weird horse, quality runner um, to the hay stable now. So, might, maybe, might he, want further. Yeah, might want further. But um, look, he's won all his races first up, and he's won at the distance. Um, I think it would be very interesting to see how he lines up against Grant. This is because I think there's I think there's better better uh, targets for this horse. I think they think he's a pretty good horse. So. Who? Furian.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, I know Grant's ultimate aim is next week at the All Star Mile. Yeah. Oh, sorry, two weeks time. So this is a, more of just a fresh up run. But at the mm. same time, yes, it's carrying sixty one and a half. But it's the best horse in the race. Best horse by in the race. So far, it's not funny. Fourteen hundred at Flemington does suit. Four forty is a good bet. I, just you, If you're going to beat a Group 1 star in a race like this, you've got to be a good horse yourself. There's there's nothing, nothing else quite screams. classy no, enough. Exactly. He gets the run of the race. Damien Oliver is one of the best uh, jockeys at Flemington that there is. So uh, don't worry. Favourite
1: track as well.
0: I'm going to open the quaddie up one out. No problems. <laughs> <laughs> no Arrogance. problems. I mean, Arrogance. I'm playing a skinny quaddie this week, by the way.
1: Happened to you last week. How'd that go?
0: That's why I'm playing again this week. <laughs> uh, all right, second leg of the Coddy. Uh, it's the Blamey, and possibly the winner of this race will get an automatic entry into the All-Star Mile. Uh, interesting race. Johannes Vermeer, first up after about, what, Melbourne 16 Cup months? 20,
1: 2017 Melbourne Cup. yeah it's a it'll be long very, time. Very interesting to see how it goes. Pretty short first up. Uh, quality horse, though. Uh, very quality horse. Uh, one two at the distance, and first up, Look, he's got the class. He's only got he's only carrying 55 kilos as well. Mm. So, look, you've got all these other runners coming out of the same races. Um, it's the likes of Material Man, Manuel. Geez, he was, Manuel was actually brave last up. Oh, 50 stars. Where huge. Does, where does he line up 50 stars? He, you know, he's scoped with mucus. Only finished two and a half lengths um, in the, in that race. So, it'd be interesting. I think he's got a little bit of talent, this horse, at $12. Not a bad each way bet. Definitely. Um, then you've got Mighty Boss, Tom Malwin, who are... Probably not the punters' favourites, are they?
0: Monty Boss did return pretty well. Uh, it wasn't. He's, Look, had I was awful, expecting, he's had an awful 12 months. I was expecting worse, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, just down the um, down the muck there, Bring Me Roses. Just a food for thought. Last time out in the 1600 metre race at Flemington, do you know what Bring Me Roses did? What? Came second in the Empire Rose.
1: Yeah, but what does she do? She always comes second, doesn't she? 18 starts for one win. But She's that, a tease. She always does that. was does a quality
0: that. Empire Rose for Oh,
1: it was, but she always does that. She always puts in that fantastic, yeah. fantastic run where she finishes second and everyone be- gets on her next start and, and she flops. She never wins.
0: 420 of the place looks all right. Yeah, uh, look,
1: if you like it. No, 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 no I know you love that horse, though. No. You love that I, horse. No, i never
0: said that. <laughs> I just think it suits at Flemington. Anyway, yeah.
1: I. I Favorite, I, yeah, it does suit Flemington.
0: I'm a Johannes Vermeeman this weekend for sure. I think he's. If he's anywhere near his best, which from the Williams camp we are hearing that he is, mm. uh, he's a great bet, and I reckon he'd be a super inclusion to the All Star Mile next uh, in two weeks' time. Yeah, he'd
1: actually bring a great sort D- of
0: different. Al- it's what the race of, needs. Exactly Different right. element, you know.
1: Out of, out of the square, something something new to freshen it Superstar up.
0: Superstar horse that hasn't raced for a long time. We yeah. know he's a. He could have multiple group ones uh, if he runs
1: well this week. He could be a sniffer. I wonder what I his, wonder what his ultimate race,
0: aim is. I know he's won a group one over fourteen hundred meters. What would they be aiming for with Johannes Vermeer long-term? What's his What's his grand final?
1: Would they pro- probably obviously go for another Melbourne Cup in the Melbourne spring? Melbourne Cup, would they? yeah. You'd probably assume so. Lloyd, Lloyd Williams only loves the race. Caulfield
0: Cup, yeah.
1: Yeah, Caulfield Cup, maybe Melbourne Cup. Cup's
0: campaign, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantastic horse. Hopefully we see we'll, we'll him. Will he go?
1: He'll probably head up to Sydney, surely. That's uh, what I'm
0: thinking. I mean, a Sydney campaign, ground. Yeah, will he yeah. we'll, we'll
1: yeah. go to maybe the Vars, the BMW, the Vars, or maybe even a Sydney, Sydney Cup. Cup? Yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he comes back this week. Sure, Will.
0: Uh, moving on to the feature of the day, it's the Australian Guineas. And if you uh, you want to see a field and a half, have a look at this one because there is some superstar three-year-olds in this race and it makes punting very, very difficult. Tobe, I know you like a couple of really good chances at odds here, so tell yeah. the listeners who they are.
1: Yeah, I do. This is a great race, great field. Um, I think there's some horses here at Silly Odds if you want to ha- have a nice each-way bet at the likes of uh, Stars of Caram and Chapada. I think they're just ridiculous odds. Stars of Caram just had no chance at all last start. Um, 1,400 metres, clearly shorter. Of its best distance and just went through the line under an absolute stranglehold, idling behind the other horses. So uh, he's come back very well. Got Ben Malam on board, great gate. Ring ding ding's a great chance. You got Chapada, same, same, in the same boat there as Stars of Karim. The immeasurable one whale last start. But look, it comes down to Hawkshot down here. I would keep coming back to its last start win. And geez, that was impressive for me. Yep. Um, put Ring a ding, gap them, absolutely put lengths on them down the straight. So I think 1,600 metres will suit this horse even more. Um, he's by Fiorente. So I've got him on top at $6. I think he's still a great, great bet there at $6. Um, but yeah, Chapada, Stars of Caram, throw him in the Maltese. They're just a great chance and just it's silly odds. Amphitrite is a good chance and probably Mystic Journey as well. She's, she's, she's a good filly.
0: You just mentioned Ring-a-Ding-Ding. Uh, gets the big Flemington track that it's been crying out for. Opened at $9, and I said straight away $9, is, that is silly odds for Ring-a-Ding-Ding, and I reckon it'll jump at about 6 and that's a bit more accurate. Mm. Uh, those sectionals last week in the, uh, in the Futurity, they were the fastest of the day, the
1: last 200 Oh, he's a sectional star, this horse. He winds up and, and just hits the line fantastically, but he's at his best distance now, and he's at his favourite track. This is always going to be his grand final, or what he was targeted right, yeah. for, so... He's in great nick, and yeah, Jesus, it's gonna be—it's gonna be, going to be a great race. So,
0: so on top for you is Chipata, is that right? No, on no, top I got I got Hawkshot on you, top. You've gone to Hawkshot on yeah, top. Yeah, I just yeah.
1: think Chipata and Stars of Caram are just at ridiculous odds, great chances.
0: I I'm, I tend to agree that Hawkshot it was unbelievable in that um, in that race at Caulfield, but I just reckon that this is a step up and it had all it had all the favours that day. W- why? What's your knock on Amphitrite? Well, I,
1: no, I don't have a knock at on Amphitrite at all. I, I think I think those two fillies, Amphitrite and Mystic Journey, are great, great chances in the race. But I just think I can get better value at $6 or even Chapada and, and Stars of Caram at 21s. But, you know, they're paying $5 to play, so I just think that's just a better bet than going Amphitrite, four fifty the win.
0: Mm. If Amphitrite had won that Empire Rose, she'd be in, a cl- you know, she'd be that next class. She'd be in the top class of fillies and mayors in this country. Mm. Um, I think she's flying under the radar hugely. Are you a Mystic Journeyman this weekend? Uh, are you? Are you? Are, oh, a, are you a believer? Sure. In yeah,
1: it's in the quaddy for sure. In the think. yeah, she's she's got the talent. She runs the sectionals, um, and she's a winner, isn't it's she? It's
0: hard to tell when you're racing down in Tasmania though whether you can bring that form across. I know she's done it before. She won in at the, the Valley Spring. Yeah, she won in she, the Valley. she beat be fundamentalist in the Spring there, mm. but again, it was at the Valley this is a different group, crop of horses is a different race
1: this will give us a good good idea of, of where she lines up what i think it, against probably victoria's best three-year-olds
0: your thoughts on extra brute you're not as bullish as some
1: um you don't yeah. think he's going that well well not look I don't, he's going okay look he he probably raced short of his distance last start and probably didn't have the best of luck but i think stars of karam and and chapada they had you know uh, an early Oh, sorry, not an early, but a quick three-year-old prep last, last season. I think they've come back very well.
0: All oh, right, I can't wait. It's going to be a super race. Oh, it's going to be a super race. race. Super race. Uh, a stallion-making race the Australian Guineas often. Mm. Uh, too bad there's a lot of fillies in the race. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, bring us home. We've uh, played the get-out stakes well in the last couple of weeks, but this looks a whole lot harder uh, at Flemington this weekend. What What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, this is probably a little bit of a no bet race for me to finish off. Unfortunately, so
0: if you're down, you're not going to it. Your there's options.
1: not many get out stakes options here, but I'd probably I've got Clara's Cliffs on top. Jeez, that was a pretty impressive win last start by six lengths. Um, she looks like she's coming through her grades nicely. Lightly raced, three wins for one second. So if she can make the step up um, in grade to the next level, mm-hmm. I think she's uh, a great chance there. She's geez, she's been backed in too. So I think she's into two fifty now. Um, the obvious class horse in the race is Oregon's Day, although geez, she needs a lot of the stars to line to to get her chance and and for her to win. She tends to get back and make those um, great runs through the line, but Barrier Barrier won, mm. and when she tends to get back, she needs she, I think she'll need a lot of favors in the straight to get through, mm. and then the rest of the horses, you know, they're just sort of a an Oaks um, for Aristia. Aristia, maybe an Oaks no, start campaign for her.
0: No chance first up Aristia.
1: Um, at fourteen hundred, there's no if she if she runs well, um look, there's no doubt she could be in the in the placings.
0: She was one of those horses in the in the yeah. spring that was unpopular with people but she still got the job done.
1: Yeah, when she got out to the distances yeah. and the Oaks distances she looked that suited her more. Mm. Um she always ran those scintillating finishes she? Yeah, in she yeah. say a fourteen hundred or a sixteen hundred, but it was always too short of a distance.
0: Yeah, you'd think she'd want further here. They could have
1: even tried her first up in the Guineas. That would have been interesting. Mm. Would have been
0: uh all right, moving on, we'll get, take our best bets for the weekend. Who's yours?
1: Uh best bets for me is brilliant choice. I reckon he's just got a little bit of X factor about him be interesting to see how he comes back. So I've got him on top there to beat Age of Chivalry. Uh
0: brilliant choice for you. Oh, I'm a Johannes Vermeer man this weekend. I think mm. uh if he comes back anywhere near his best uh, he's going to make a serious impression on me and on the, the racing public as he heads towards an all-star mile. Uh, your best value for the weekend?
1: Uh, stars of Karim, Ultra Chapada. 26 and $21 in the guineas. In the guineas, it's in, the guineas rid- in, in the feature the, race. The, it's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and I'm in the same race. Not as much value, but I, ring-a-ding-ding. When I wrote ring-a-ding-ding, it was $9. It's probably got to its right price now. Yep. Uh, just up in Sydney, there's two horses going around later on in the day, Seabrook and a Hood, both at like 25s and 6s.
1: GG love that horse.
0: I'm... T- they are both. <laughs> if one of them doesn't run a place, yep. I'll do the next episode naked, mate. <laughs> I'll, I'll walk in here, Starkers. Righto. One of them Make is no going to run in the Make three. No they will run in the three. I guarantee you. Lucky it's
1: not live TV. It <laughs> well,
0: would be all the be, all the better for it, mate.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, $100 strategy. We don't really want to go into the finer details of how we're going this year, but we need to get ourselves out of this hole. So, how are you going to play things?
1: Fifty on my best for the day, brilliant choice. Hopefully he can get across the line. I think he's a good horse. He's come back gelded. I think there's big, big things for him. Um, then twenty each way, stars of carom. You're getting twenty six dollars, that's just ridiculous. And place multi of Dalalat, Stars of Carom and Brilliant Choice, paying fifteen.
0: Place multi art, stars of Karen brilliant choice at 15s. Nice, I like it, Toby. Uh, I'm going a lot more simple than that. $80 on Johannes for me straight out, uh, and then $20 on Johannes for me into grunt, and then ring a ding 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 to place. Uh, that's how I'm playing things this weekend, Tobe. Happy punting this weekend. It's going to be a great day's racing, and we're going to be out of there early at about 3.30, and we'll be able to have a couple of knockoffs later in the day. Yeah, it
1: should be a great day. Stay cool. Stay hydrated. Wank, cool.
0: Yeah, we, we might even have a little dabble on the Wangaratta Cup as well.
1: Who's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh? Ledger's got one in the race? Doss will be on it.
0: Amralla. There you go. There's my tip. Yeah, right. Yeah, Robbie Hickmont will be holding up the cup with Amralla. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, catch you again next week.